step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Yay, Networks. Hey, what's going on? I'm JC and I'm fit. And I'm Jenna, and I guess that means I'm ish. Welcome to the Fittest <laughs> Podcast. Now, you've heard us on the radio before, but this is completely different. I know. You're going to get to see a much deeper, more intense and edgier side of both of us. Our ups, our downs, our hilarity, all that good stuff on the Fittest Podcast. Welcome to the Fittest Podcast. I'm back with my main my main piece. The main squeeze. Week. The main squeeze. The main Mexi. I hope, yeah. Please send me your feedback from last week's uh, sub-Mexican Francisco, it had been a while since he had been on the podcast, so let us know if you enjoyed it. Started strong there with that podcast, with his forgetfulness. <laughs> yeah, his forgetfulness, <laughs> forgetting my shot. You know what? He actually got the chance this weekend. He went to, um, he left me. This is the thing about what he does. He is so last second on shit, and I've told him, I'm like, dude, you can't be this way if we start a family together. Like, you're not going to be able to be like, Hey, babe, I'm going to Austin. Or like, hey, I'm going to fly to St. Louis and buy a motorcycle at 7 a.m. tomorrow yeah, yeah. morning. Like, no, 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 no. So like, get it out of your system. But he has a friend who coordinated, oh, gosh, all my loyal Mexicans are going to kill me when I ever forget the name of the minor league soccer team that just came to Austin for a game. But they came to play the Austin Bolt, which, it was a is, minor not, league team? which is not FC. But this is, a, this is actually a professional Mexican league team that okay. came for a friendly is it to, America? To play, no. Cruz Azul? Chivas. Las Chivas de Guadalajara? Maybe. maybe I that's freaking who hate Las Chivas. I, I don't remember. Someone's going to remember now that I'm saying this. Does but anyway, Fran like they, Chivas? Is he a Chivas? They were coming. I forget who it was, but they were coming. Um, What did you just say? Chivas, Cruz Azul, America. Yeah, Cruz Azul. That's who it was, I think. Cruz Azul came? Yeah. That's also a rival, my favorite team. So he brought, yeah, so anyway, so he had an opportunity to go down and it was at the track to this game and, you know, I haven't been feeling great and so I was like, you know, I'm going to pass on that. It was kind of a business thing for him, a deal that he was doing when yeah. he just went out of town to Laredo and so this guy wanted to go. So, um, So he went to the game and, you know, and I was like, I don't want to go to like a minor league soccer game. Like here I am at home watching like, I like the super elite professional soccer. I don't really like the minor league like soccer. Like the European Cup that just took place. Uh, yes. Dope. Yeah, that game was wild. Yeah, but all of that. Yeah. So I like watching games like that. Um, but no, I just haven't been feeling good. So I'm like, go. But I mean, he literally tells me like the night before. He's like, so I'm going to go to Austin tomorrow. I was like, Great, dude. Great. Which is fine. Whatever. So, yeah. So he went down. But I was like, you got to be better about this. He's like, well, stuff in my life just pops up. I go, yeah, we'll say that when we have a baby. And you're like, hey, babe, I'm just going to pop up and go yeah. work out. Like, you know, well, you can talk to him about that. I was like, you know, that's, that ain't going to happen. I'm sure. The week in advance is what's necessary when you have kids. Like, you got to give a week in advance heads up to each other. Your like, partner, if yeah. you're going to abandon them. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to leave, like, because you got to prep, prepare, you know, you're like, I want to make sure I have my activity set for the kids when Kinsey leaves. In fact, she, she leaves, she goes to see her friends and family all the time. Yeah. I just need to prepare. 
Yeah, I want to make sure you I wrap have your head around it. Yeah, I like, need to have things planned because yeah. it's one two of you. It's easy. Let's, let's go to dinner. Let's play with some other kids. But if it's one, you got two. You it's one the on full two. Full responsibility. That's a lot. That's a lot. It's of a work. lot to manage. I yeah, plan it out. Yeah. That's the only time I plan out my weekends. Is like if I'm with the kids by myself. I'm like I got I got to take them to something, take up all this time, get home, put them to sleep. Boom. Oh, I know it's a lot. No, before he left town though, he came home. And when he told me he was going to leave the next day and he was freaking out, like he was tearing the house apart, looking for something. And I'm like, what's going on? And, you know, he was like biting my face off, you know, yeah. how people get when they're really stressed out. And I was like, I know I didn't do anything. I was laying on the couch. I was like, hey, good to see you, too, on a Friday night. He's like, have you seen my passports? Have you seen my passports? Have you oh. seen my passports? And I was like, no, passports? no, he has like multiple passports, which is super cool because he has, he has Mexico, a Mexican one, mm -hmm. which he uses when we go to Mexico. And then, of course, he's an American citizen. So he uses his U.S. passport coming back. And he also has like an expired Mexico passport. Which I'm not really sure why, but he still has that one. He carries all three of those passports around in his with in his book bag. So he has them with him at all times. And I'm like. That's he's dangerous. Like, and then he's like yelling at me. He's like, yours isn't in the drawer. Cause I was like, check the drawer. Like it's always in the organized junk drawer in the kitchen, you know, like where I keep them. I was like, it's in there. It's in there. Like that's where mine is. He's like, yours isn't in there. And of course I get up and mine's actually in there. He scared me for a minute, but I was like, I had to get up off the couch and like, of course mine was there, but he was freaking out. And I'm like, have you looked in your car, your book bag? He's like, yes. I was at my office. He's like, you don't understand. He goes, I won't be able to leave the country for two years. And I'm like, what? So he explained to me that, that, you know, as an American citizen, if you lose your passport, what do you do? You take one. your driver's license and your birth certificate, right? Mm, yeah. You have to show proof of citizenship. But ours, and if you have your passport and it expires, you can use your passport because that serves as a dual purpose of visual confirmation of who you are and citizenship. Well, when you're Mexican and he, he is a citizen, well, he no longer has his citizenship card. He lost his citizenship card a few years ago. So he called his attorney. And so without that, he has to then, it's like getting your birth certificate again. It's not that his citizenship goes away, but you have to apply to get it again. He said it's like a grand. It usually takes like nine months to come in. But Jesus. with COVID, it's been taking like 18 months for people to get those citizenship cards in. His lawyer is like, dude, you're going to be fucked. Like, you're not going to be able to travel out of the country for two years. So now I kind of get why he was freaking out. And I was like, OK, well, where did you have it last? He was like in Laredo. And he said he stayed in like the worst kind of like motel in Laredo when they went down there for business. And I'm like, dude, if you have those passports in Laredo, those passports have been given to like plenty of other Jose Francisco. There's another Francisco like flying you. around yeah. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And so he ended up staying in Austin on the way back. He called the Hotel Van Zandt. If y'all haven't stayed at Hotel Van Zandt, it's awesome in Austin. Have, and awesome. they had all three passports for him he and they were just the like room. waiting. He left them in the safe Friend. and they had them. And so oh. when he went back to Austin the next day, he picked them up. But like how amazing that hotel had them, saved them and obviously didn't have a phone number or a way to get a hold of him. And they were just probably waiting on someone to forget. But how cool that they still had those passports for him. My scariest one involving a passport was when Kinsey threw away my social security card. Because yeah, that, that's my another. form of citizenship, right? Sure. But you can get another, but it takes like, I mean, I don't forever. even know how it takes forever. And, yeah. and then I, I couldn't, I had my driver's license, but that doesn't mean I'm a citizen. That just means I can drive in this right, country. Right, right. Yeah, so, that's not citizenship. Oh, yeah. And my, my birth certificate says I'm born in Mexico. So she threw it away. Because it was in an old checkbook. I'm like, first of all, don't don't throw away checkbooks. 
I know. It's so true, though. I think it's especially once you have kids, I think, you know, you can get yeah. better about that kind of stuff. Like you have to like put everything in like a fireproof, like little safe or, safe. Door or something like that. I need like to that. buy a safe. I don't own a safe. Well, I bought a safe and Fran made fun of me for the safe that I bought because it's not installed they, into the wall. And I'm like, yeah, but it's still it wasn't like the purpose like he's like, yeah, a criminal is just gonna like pick it up and take it. I'm like, that wasn't really the point of my safe. Like, I wasn't thinking like a criminal is gonna come in and like not pick up the safe. Like, I was gonna hide it, and it's like fingerprint, you know. And I was like, I don't know. I guess he was like, no, it needs to be installed. I'm like, we rent the townhome. Like, I'm not gonna install a safe in here. I want one where you have a picture that you move off to the side. Yeah, That's like what a I want. secret. Yeah, like, like a little door. secret compartment in my yeah. house. That's how I want my safe. I'm not going to tell you guys where it's at because I don't want you to show up and steal. But I have nothing in that nice safe that I bought either. I was like, I got to start putting shit in there, I guess. Yeah, I guess I would only put my passport and my social security card. That's a good idea. I'm going to set that up. And all the drugs. When I feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> drugs, guns, guns, money, cash. All that stuff. Oh, I got to shoot a gun. Oh, yeah? Big boy gun over the vacation that I took. Oh, yeah, because you went and stayed at some rich guy's ranch. So Kinsey, Kinsey made friends with this couple, and they have a ranch with a lot of land. And they had, so they had like a, their own shooting range. Wow. Get a, I got to shoot a 50 caliber rifle. That thing was dope. I have never Did it felt hurt your like shoulder? such a man. No, because it was actually um, on a car. So it was like that kind of toy. Oh, whoa. And, and so I didn't take any of the force, but it shook this humongous tank like yeah. car. And so, but it was the most manliest I've ever felt in my life. And that's so just funny. Like, it went right through a tree, just through a tree. Wow. It was awesome. What do they use it for? Um, I think it's just for toys. I think it's just one of those things where you get enough money and you can buy really cool things like that. Yeah. But, and maybe in case one day they need it for protection. But yeah, for the most part, yeah, it was that the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, one of those zombie everyone. apocalypse. But I think it's just more of a take it to their little shooting range that they have and and just have fun with it and practice your aim. And they, yeah, you know, you were telling me before they have a bunker, and it's like you know, I think a lot of us think how cool it would be to have a bunker because you're like, if it's the end of the world, yeah. there's a bunker. But then I. I think about how much, like, if it's the end of the world, I don't want to live. Like, I don't think I'm a survivalist. You, you know? don't want to be like a like a restarter of civiliz civilization? Absolutely not. I think like, I cool. watched Will Smith in that movie. I am legend, you know, with the zombies. And uh, Okay, first of all, and his whole family dies in that helicopter, yeah. spoiler alert. And, you know, it's the end of the world. Like, he literally feels like he's the last person on Earth. I don't want to be the last person on Earth. I have no will to live that long and try and repopulate the Earth. Now, he was a scientist, so it made sense for his character because, like, scientists are capable of this sort of thing. Yeah. But, like, nah, everyone I know is gone. My money is of no value. I have to hunt for food. I don't know how I would die, but, like, I just take me. Like, I just don't think that I'd want to do it. I mean, I'd blast for a little bit, and then I'd be like, fuck this. I would take, like, if I could get my family in the bunker, I would I would be down for it. Like, let's get it going. What are you fighting for? I don't know, just living the rest of my life with my kids and stuff, I guess. But, like, how? Where? Like, you don't vacation anymore? Like, nope. life as you know it is Leisure is anymore. gone, right? So everything, it becomes yeah. Everything becomes very primal. Just so, survivalist. And yeah. we always wonder what it was like back in the caveman days or back in, you know, before technology was as advanced. As I know as what it was right like. Now. It fucking sucked. It probably sucked. But it'd be, it'd be interesting to see how, how fast they could get it back up. 
there's one survivor. There's gonna be there's gonna be thousands, maybe a couple million. It's not gonna be as yeah, so many people like want to make history and like I just I just, just want to cruise, dude. I just want to cruise. I never wanted to be like a history maker. Yeah, like I never want to be. I want to I want to have enough money to be um to live, but I've never wanted to be incredibly wealthy. Yeah, that'd be a burden too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I I've never wanted to be incredibly wealthy, and I I never wanted to be someone who. <laughs> Who, who was put in history books just because then there's always haters. So like I, you already get hate now. Like I don't want to get hate when I'm dead. Like there's always going to be people that still hate no matter what you did. Like there's people that hate JFK. Yeah. And and he's very beloved. There's people that hate Abraham Lincoln. That that dude. Well, you're talking slavery. more political figures, of course. Yeah. Uh, there's people that They're hate po- Albert Einstein. You know, he, he gave us. There's probably Harriet Tubman haters. Look there's, at what she yeah. accomplished. So I'm saying like the, you could get in the history books, but there's still going to be people that are hating on you. Even after you're long gone. I don't want that. I just want to be gone. Forgotten. Take yeah. Me. Not hated on. Not hated not on. Not remembered. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be remembered maybe by my family. Yeah. I would like to be remembered. And that's about it. I don't, you know what's weird? I don't know anyone, anyone, anyone's name in my family on both sides. And, and I have two dads. Not a, they're not in a gay relationship. I just have my mom married my dad and then my biological yeah, dad. Yeah, yeah. I don't know anyone past my grandparents. Yeah, I don't either. Well, I knew a couple of great grandparents, but yeah, I have a, had a really hard time tracking down my lineage. And like, I have to say, like, I kind of think those ancestry.com stuff's a little bit of bullshit. And what do you I mean? Like I've they're seen making it up? some stuff on TikTok about it. Yeah, like someone did an ancestry.com swab on their dog and it brought back this like whole human profile. And so they were like, this is bullshit. This is why, because every single person in my family that I've known when grandparents and stuff that have told us have told me that we have Native American heritage. It would make sense because of the way that I look in a way, you know, like I definitely have. And I know you can't always base it off all people's facial features, but it is because I have kind of like I knew that I didn't have much European, but like I kind of have these high cheekbones and the way my eyes are and my skin tones kind of red. And so they were like, for sure, like I've always had relatives tell us that we had some lineage from Native American, Mm -hmm. I think like Cherokee. And yet that does not come back at all. Like there was zero. And it's not like I'm trying to like get a color scholarship off of it. You know, it was like, I was just wondering, you know, where your heritage is, you know, just out of curiosity. And when we did that ancestry.com and got those results back, I was really surprised. I remember you were too, because we each had like a little bit of African or something. Oh, shout out. And so we were laughing. No, but I, um, I had, um, so much random stuff, you know, and someone was trying to explain to me, they think that it was like, I had like a lot of like Eastern European and European, and I've never heard that before from family. And so, you know, they were saying Viking, like everyone came from Vikings that came from Europe in a sense, because they just raped and pillaged every village. Yeah. And so, um, you know, which Vikings are cool. They created I a crossbreed. I mean, I like humans. Viking shows. Yeah. But yeah. it was just interesting because I had zero Native Americans show up and zero, I've like, had, not like point one? not even point one, what? none, zero, nothing like not available. <laughs> and so, yeah, I was just kind of surprised by that because it's like if everyone in your family, great grandparents and grandparents have told you that, then well, here's the thing because it all starts somewhere down the line so maybe you just had like a great 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 grandpa who slept with who, a tribe member. who thought he might have been yeah you know linked in with the native americans and just started that and then it just <laughs> got carried on by the rest of your generations right and yeah. it just and, and created that thought and that mentality for you guys until yeah. this came along i think it's true because you you saw i found my biological grandmother and grandfather who actually passed away through that um, 
And the funniest, the, the, the moment I knew it was real, that these kits actually work, was... Well, uh, again, you have to say this with a preface of, it's based on how many people in your lineage have also exactly. contributed yeah, 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 their yeah, DNA. Yeah. So exactly. like over time, it gets more accurate. Exactly. Yeah. And so I, I, this is the moment I knew this thing worked was um, when we were looking for my grandma early on stages and I had it set so that it would give me a, a ding every time. If somebody, if I got a ding on Ancestry was from, I think I put it at second cousin and up. So second cousin, first cousin, and then immediate family, I would get a freaking, yo, get over to your computer. Yeah. I got one of those. I remember that. I got you one of those. So hyped. And I remember I got so pumped. I was like, oh my God, I finally found my grandmother. This is so freaking dope. I got on, logged on to my uh, profile and it was my mom. I called my mom. I was like, mom, did you take an ancestry uh, kit? And she goes, yeah, I wanted to see if I could find my mom. I was like, I did that. I took one. And she goes, oh, let me go check. She checked her profile. It she hadn't set up the notification. I was on there. Yeah. But it put it didn't put me as son. It put me as possibly father, son, but direct hit. And same with her. Wow. So that's why I think I think it's it hits. And then her mom actually, when she met her, uh, she took it as well and direct hit as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'm sure there's some mistakes in there. I want to try my dog now just to see. Just see if one of my dogs. I don't comes need to back. try my dogs. They're full pug. I can tell. They're dragon pug. Coco is a devil. You want Coco? No. I, can we call better help for my dog? Yeah. She gives so, me anxiety so much. You know, I'm glad you brought that up. I was going to talk about better help because I hadn't been feeling my best lately either. I uh, I don't think they offer pet therapy. It's just for humans for now. But if your pet's stressing you out or, you know, if you're just not feeling like yourself, it has been a weird period of time. I mean, yeah. I go through my own phases. Like lately I was telling JC, I just haven't been... I think with all the IVF stuff, it's been so long since I have felt like my true Jenna self that, you know, I'm really comfortable with therapy. I think every now and then, whether it's relationship based with your significant other or if it's just personal stuff that you're going through, it can be so beneficial to have, you know, a certified therapist session and uh, you'll be amazed at how much you get out of it. Um, but I know a lot of the drawbacks, people say, oh, it's expensive or I don't want them to know who I am or I don't want to go to an office in person. Well, BetterHelp alleviates all of that. It's more affordable uh, than in-person therapy. You can start communicating with a therapist in under 48 hours. That's how quick they work. Uh, you can unload the stressors, get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might gain from a uh, BetterHelp. You know, when I when I start feeling down or I feel too much anxiety or I feel like my anger or stress levels are too high, I, I just get on there and I, I get my appointment and I always end up walking away going like, man, I need to do this way more often. You can learn some great coping strategies. So no matter what you're going through, see if BetterHelp is for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Fittish listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash Fittish. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P, betterhelp.com slash Fittish. Speaking uh, of, but no, I don't want your dog. Okay. Back to that. Well, speaking of stressors, <laughs> so Kinsey and I traveled to Mexico. Yeah. How was that? The The trip in itself was cool, but there was like three moments on this trip or maybe four where I was like, what the fuck is going on in this world? Like what? Number one. I'm, it, some of the airport stuff I've been seeing on TikTok's blowing my mind. Like the way people are acting when they fly, it freaks me this out. This is it, Jenna. So this is, people forgot how to fly. Yeah. People forgot how to act in public. People forgot how to be human. We're, uh, Kinsey and I showed up to the airport about an hour and a half before our flight. By the way, if you're traveling uh, internationally or traveling at all, show up two hours ahead of time. Really? Because they're understaffed. Yeah. 
it's not like it used to be where you could show up an hour before and you'll yeah, be Yeah, they're understaffed. That's there, there's taking times, a while. Yeah, show up like two hours before. Kinsey and I showed up an hour and a half before. And we were flying uh, uh, one of the smaller airlines because she wanted a deal. And they had two ticket counter people working. You didn't fly Spirit. Uh, no, the other one. Yeah, because you're here. You're alive. Yeah, I was yeah, trying okay. to go you're over here, a frontier. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so there was a, so there's two count, two people working the counter and a big ass line of people trying to get down to Mexico. Like I'm talking, there's probably 20 deep, you know, just families with a bunch of luggage. It's, it's, we looked at it and we're like, oh boy, like this might not be good. It's not going to be an in and out. So we get in line and we're getting to the front, right? We're, we're probably two away. Uh, they call them up. We're next. As they're calling us up, this couple uh, I don't know. I, I think they might've been Italian. I couldn't, they weren't Mexican, but they were, they were not from the U S they had different passports and they start screaming. We got to our flight, our flight. We're late for our flight. Our flight's taken off. They're screaming. And they, they just cut everyone. They don't, they don't even get in line. They just go straight to the counter. And the guy starts yelling at the counter guy, like our flight's leaving, please help. You got to help us. The girl's freaking yelling. And we're all looking at him like, what are you doing? And so the guy goes, okay, sir, I'll help you in a minute. I got to help these people. And he goes, you don't understand. My flight's leaving. You got to help us. Don't be an asshole. Starts talking crap to the counter person. So the guy, he held his cool, walks over there. He goes, well, give me your, give me your passports. Grabs the passport, starts looking it up as he's trying to help us. And uh, so he gets them their tickets. He facilitated their bad behavior, gave them their ticket cut in front of all these people. Some of them are probably late, just like we are. We're getting yeah. to the point. Gives them their tickets, they go off. So Kinsey and I finally get our tickets, boarding passes, we get to the TSA line. It's also long. And we're like, okay. Uh-huh, they're having a and the guy down. at the ticket counter goes, hey, you guys got to run to your flight. Like, it's about to start boarding, okay? And I'm like, okay. Get in line at the, the TSA. Remember the people that got their ticket? Yeah. That their flight was They're all the same shit? All of a sudden, I hear them screaming again <laughs> behind us at TSA. They were done before us by like five minutes. What the fuck were they doing? I don't know where they went, Jenna, but they were not in TSA. So once again, they're pulling that stunt. Guys, our flights, we're late for our flight. Please, please. They're begging people to let them cut. There's a couple of people that are trying to resist. And so they, people are letting them through and they go cut everyone in TSA. Cut through the TSA line, go through TSA and get in. What a stressful life they live. I, I, I just, and I sat there going like, you know what? No. You put yourself in this situation. You're an adult. You could have gotten to the airport earlier. Like, there's consequences for our actions when we grow up, right? This is what our parents freaking teach us. Like, Kinsey and I didn't cut in front of anyone because if we miss our flight, that's on us for not showing up early. Look, there's situations, right? Let's say you had a relative, like, passing away or that's something. Different. And you were telling people, oh, my gosh, it's an emergency. Like, I had to I had to grab a flight. Like, yeah. please, like. That's and you were kind of handling yourself or a well. Flight, right? Connecting yeah. flight, yeah. totally understand. But you know, just that kind of outlandish that, that, behavior. That behavior. And, and TSA, were they on your flight? <laughs> and TSA, so Kinsey and I finally get in. We go to the flight. They're boarding. Yeah. So they're, your start, boarding. they're starting to line up. Of and, course. And they're, yeah. When but we show there, up, at least. it's our group. So yeah. we get in line for right. our group. And then I see no these motherfuckers no. walking out of Dunkin' Donuts with coffee, breakfast, donuts. The Please, couple. You said something. So, and then they sit down and I'm staring at them because they not only were they barging past people, but they were knocking like they almost knocked an old lady over. Like they were just the biggest assholes. And so I, I look over and I'm like, I thought your flight was they're on my flight. No fucking way. They're on my flight. I was group, I think, seven. They were group eight or nine. They're on my flight. And so I look over. I was like, I thought you were missing your flight. And she just looked at me and, and like, kind of like did a snarky. My line keeps moving. 
this other couple that was in line with us, the lady, she spoke up. Oh. And she looks at the lady and she goes, you guys are fucking assholes. To the people. <laughs> she says that to them. She yeah. says, you have the audacity to cut everyone and go get breakfast and, eat it, donuts? and eat it in front of us. And yeah. the, lady go, the lady gets up and goes, yeah, I will fuck you up. I will beat you up. Like in like her broken English, but telling her she's gonna fight her, How and I'm trashy. like, oh my god, I've never seen a fight at the airport. This is crazy, this and is I'm you- I'm like looking back, I'm like, oh my god, and as I'm handing my ticket to the counter, they're not doing anything, by the way. They're just there's an argument going on. They're just taking our tickets, no big deal. Like they see this they're all the time. They're used to it. As I'm as I'm as I'm getting on <laughs> going into the tunnel, I hear the gentleman, the husband of the lady that spoke up, go, shut the fuck up, like loud, like, and this was a big dude. The husband of the foreign lady, not a big dude, not a big dude at all. Real small people, but they're still yelling at each other. And I'm like, oh my God, what happens? Now it's like a to be continued. So we get on and we board the plane and we're sitting there, Jenna. And the people that were uh, yelling at him get on. And I go, sir, ma'am, thank you for saying something to those jerks. And he goes, yeah, man, I told them to shut the blank up and they <laughs> shut the blank up. I'm like, yeah, I was like, are they coming on our flight? Do they kick them off? And he goes, oh, they're coming. Sure enough. They're on the, they're last aboard, by the way. The people that cut everyone in line, the people that cut everyone at Think TSA. Think how many people on your plane saw them too. Just, they should get a boo. So, so I'm like, I'm like, I've always <laughs> wanted to be the clap starter, right? I'm like, you know, this isn't a moment to clap, but this is a moment to maybe start a boo train. Yeah. So I feebly went, boo. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> And other Just people, hoping, right? Yeah. And so somebody else, boo. And I'm like, oh, crap, we got two. And then before you know it, we have like 10 to 15 people in our little area going, boo, as they're walking <laughs> by and they're just flipping us off eating their breakfast. Ooh, I hate those people so much. They did it again when we got to Mexico at immigration. Cut. Cut through. Okay, and so they just, this is some They're sort of etiquette, cutters. like, yeah, you yeah. don't know where they were from. Ex- uh, no, I couldn't, that's, I couldn't tell exactly where Italian. they were from. That's not Italian. I don't know. Yeah. They wouldn't act that way. I was trying to hear their, their language when they were speaking, yeah. but I couldn't recognize it. And I feel like I would recognize Italian. Garbage I, I people. Garbage people. Bullcrap people. So I already have this in my head. We go to Mexico, Jenna, and we decide, by the way, in Mexico, there was so much seaweed. In yeah. the Tulum, yeah. uh, Playa del Carmen area, yeah. so much seaweed. So they told us to go across the way to yeah. Cozumel. Mm-hmm. And so we got to take a ferry to that. To get on a ferry, have you done this before? No. You got to go line up. And the ferries yeah. are every hour on the hour on the spot. And so you got to line up. And sometimes they'll board them and then they got to cut it off. Yeah. So you might have to wait maybe two hours yeah. for a ferry, you know, just in case you were like the one that got cut off. So we get out there. And we're getting in line and it's the last two ferries. You missed the last ferry. Sorry about you. You better go get a hotel in Cozumel and spend some extra money because you ain't getting back till tomorrow. And we're standing in line. We missed the first one. So there's one more to go. We were in good shape for the, for the last one. And then when it opens up, after waiting an hour and a half, after watching a guy piss his pants and puke all over himself. Sick. You know, we, we, we went through things. I see these. Like these people that showed up and try to cut. Oh, you're going to say you saw that couple. No, again. it wasn't the, Oh, can you imagine? Can you imagine if it would have been that couple? Yeah, but it wasn't. But the cutters, there's always cutters. So this cutter, I see people ahead of us and they do it and they get in and I'm, I'm just getting mad. And then this couple comes up and I see them moving in. I'm like, I'm going to let them get in close to us. And they get in and they, they start blending in and you could tell like they ease up like, all right, we did it. We cut. Well, I'm already, I'm done with getting cut. I tap homeboy on the shoulder and I go, hey man. The line is about a mile back there. And he goes, yeah, whatever, bro. Put his hand up. And I'm like, 
I look at Kinsey and Kinsey's fuming. You know, Kinsey's fiery. Kinsey has your back if Kinsey you want to throw back. down. She goes, go to the back of the damn line. And he goes, puts his middle finger up. So I grab him by the back of the neck. Dude. By the, by the yeah. shirt. I grab him to pull him slightly. I wasn't going to, I wasn't trying to be aggressive, but I definitely want him to know I mean business. I pull him. My dude pulls a LeBron James Neymar Jr. flop and falls to the ground flat on his back. I maybe pulled him harder than I thought. I didn't think so. No. He falls, flops. His wife starts, oh, what are you doing? Oh, that's assault. I'm like, no, I'm just telling you guys to get to the back of the line. And he's laying there looking at me. He finally makes eye contact with me. And I look down at him and I go, go to the back of the damn line. And then the, this cool black dude behind me goes, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right cool so i got people that got my back now just yeah in case this yeah guy gets yeah yeah so he gets up and he kind of stares at me and he starts walking back and then the dude behind me goes and i'm gonna watch you you try to cut i'm gonna cut you <laughs> That's <what I'm, laughs> oh my god so i don't know what happened to those people but i'm like damn man i I'm, I'm, i looked at him i was like hey thanks for having my back bro and he goes no man thanks for standing up it's just ridiculous i mean but i see this all the time and i try not to let it get to me too much but it's like you know just even leaving work, for instance, like they're everyone wants to get on the toll road. Right. There's one lane. They'll go in the other lane all the way down and then try to cut over at the last second. And it's like, like why? What are you doing? Wait in line like everyone fucking else is waiting in line. This is what we do. Yeah. Stop it. Like, like no one's time's better than anyone else. No. Sorry. It's just not Nobody's. like wait in fucking line or get there earlier. And that's how it goes. But man, it was like just like people forgot how to act in public, I guess, from being locked up for a whole year. And this is not a cutting in line one, but this is how people forgot to act. We're at the pool at our hotel. And there's this girl that starts seductively dancing in front of her dude. And I'm thinking, this girl's on drugs. I'm going to yeah. watch. I'm going to watch this person. I love people watching when they're on drugs because it's weird. And she's like doing a strip dance on him. And like they're like, they start making out ferociously in the pool. Then they get out. Dude sits down on the chair and he's sunbathing. And then she sits in front of him. And I look over and I'm like, Kenzie, I think she's. She's doing a little flick. She's doing a little flick of the... She's sitting there just touching herself over the bathing suit. And I look across the pool and there's a, some Russian dude with his phone out taping it. Oh my God. She's doing there. She's DJing. There's not a DJ at the pool, but she was DJing. And, Jesus. And she's going... And then all of a sudden she starts moving her bathing suit to the side. In front of people. There's It's daytime. There's sun out and everything. And I think her boyfriend noticed and he like grabbed her hand. And he's like, what are you doing? And she goes, let me do it. Oh, God. So she was just super fucked up. Yeah, I've never seen a person masturbate in public. Are there kids at this place? Um, there were kids there. Not at the pool at the time. But there. But were I mean, kids. it was like kids were allowed yeah, there. Yeah, there, there was kids at that, oh at that place. Not God. at the pool at the time. But she, that was my first uh, in, you know, in public masturbation. People are a mess. I know. I know. And my hotel didn't have a TV. What? I know. How was the hotel? It was beautiful. They had a monkey named Justin Bieber. They, so the hotel was good. The hotel was you great. You didn't have TVs Kinsey planned though? this. No. And so she's, it was like these cool little hut type places. And Kinsey's had seen it before. We, I think we grabbed a drink at the bar before. And so she had always had it in the back of her head. First of all, it was more expensive than our Airbnb normally costs because we usually get a condo. And yeah. It's, you you were in Playa? Cheap. Yeah, in Playa. And the, you can go, if you Airbnb, Airbnb on the beach, you can get a really, yeah. really good deal on a condo. But this was a hotel. So hotels are always going to be more expensive. I walk in the room, no TV. And I've never, I was like, you know what? It's not that bad. And then you start realizing just how pivotal TVs can be at a hotel when you guys are getting ready. 
When you're getting ready or Fran and I, I mean, because I'm such like a homebody type that we we almost always, especially with the smart TVs now, like we'll order room service a night or two on a vacation and just watch TV and watch a movie in bed together. Like even though yeah. that's what we do at home, but that's just something him and I do. We don't always love to go to dinner. We like to like really lounge. Same. Uh, I like the NBA playoffs for starting. Like there's yeah, order soccer some food, games were going on. Down, like, I yeah. to be able to watch TV if I, no TV. And I just found myself going like I, I was going stir crazy. I bet. I was going stir crazy and no no speakers, no alarm clock to play music, just our phones. No, it was just I don't know. It was not my cup of tea. Mm-mm. It was it was, it was so. Kinsey is not allowed to uh, book hotels anymore. I thought she lost that privilege long ago, or flights. Apparently, yeah, she's. But see, that's what you get when you fly some of those airlines. I've always heard it's like the Wild West in there. It is. It is. I took a flight one day somewhere. I I almost did a spirit flight one time because a flight got canceled. And then I was like, no, (laughs) something's wrong. It's $25. And then they like charge you for everything else. But I've always heard stories like this from friends or people that have flown spirit. And um, but they're all in the same um, gates, gate area, right? Like all of those more economy like airlines. And so I had a flight one day that had like moved gates or whatever. And so and it was like a small kind of I forget, you know, sometimes the the ones that are like two in one, like a small plane that I was taking to somewhere in like South Carolina, I don't remember, but the flight had gotten moved. And so I'm in there and like, it was just a different, I mean, and y'all know if you're listening and you tend to fly You've those airlines, there, yeah. it is a different gate area and the way people are behaving, it's wild. People are more angry for some reason. And it's because you finally realize if you do the calculations, which I did, right? That's true. You, you're you, not saving you, that much, right? You are attracted to the price of the ticket. Which is, okay, let's say on this airline, it's $200. And then on American or Southwest, that same ticket might be $300. Yeah, that's or, $500, still, right? or $500. Or $500, depending yeah. on when you're buying this ticket. And then, so you're like, oh, shit, I'm saving a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. And then you buy this ticket. What they don't tell you, and that's happened to me when Kinsey and I went, took the kids to Orlando, because we used uh, one of those airlines, is they told me straight up, we didn't have seats. Two little kids, two adults. What, I had to get back to work. Room only? No seats. I'm like, so what do I got to do? Wait for the next flight. No, ma'am. I bought these tickets three months ago uh, or four months ago. It was a while back. What? And and I and so I I need to go home. I got work and I got two kids. They got we got to go home. And the lady goes, I'm sorry, sir, but you bought you bought the flight, but you didn't buy the seat. What the fuck does that mean? So I guess when you check in, you have the ability to buy your seat. For like 50 bucks, right? You okay. pay 50 bucks to guarantee your seat. So there you go. You got a family of four. That's an extra 50 bucks per ticket. So now the 250 bucks that you were paying, that's up to 300. Now we're in the, now that we're in the Southwest uh, American Airlines. Uh, then guess what? They charge you for carry on. Right. They charge you for like weight and your limbs yeah. and like everything. Yeah. 25 bucks uh, for carry on. There you go. That's now, now you're up at, at 325. Even a purse. Even a purse. I think some of them will let you carry a backpack. Like a so unless you part. carry a backpack. Yeah. Like but, if if it's it's carry but if it's an actual luggage. Yeah. A checked bag is, uh, I think, $5 more. So it's $5 more to check a bag. So th- they get you when you get on that plane and they will get their money. And you're not going to get what you get on those, on like the American or the Southwest, the good customer service. You're not going to get the movie, the Wi-Fi cable. They're, they will upcharge you up the butt. So do those calculations before you travel. Because I know we, we're at. We're out of sorts when it comes to that. I'm just gonna believe you on that's it. That's my advice. And I'll um I'm never gonna fly that. I'm just never gonna do it. So never look for me on yeah. that airline. On the on, the, on the way home, Jenna, there was a cockroach above Kinsey and it climbed into our cubby where, the, where her luggage was. There was a cockroach. And then she was sitting next to this. Kinsey doesn't get Netflix. 
So she was thinking this guy was, he was acting weird. She said he was acting like jumpy and like darting around and like he kept getting up, which he did. He kept getting up and like looking around and then would sit down. And Kinsey kept nudging me. I'm like, what? She goes, this guy's acting weird. Like, well, I can't do anything about a guy acting weird. She goes, and we were on the exit row. And she goes, but if he tries to open the, the door, I'm like, then if he tries to open the door, then I tackle him. Yeah. She goes, okay, but can you stop watching your movie? I'm like, no, I'll be able to tell if a guy's trying to open a door. Like, it's literally right in front of me. So the whole time, Kinsey just spends it watching people like she's a police officer on the plane. And she said, I found three people that were kind of sketchy on the flight. I'm like, okay. She goes, can you stop watching your Kevin Hart movie? Like, no. Hey, I'm telling you, though, I think all the stuff I've seen, Fran and I have been considering a trip this fall. Like, we've been talking about going to Europe or something. So I don't think Spirit flies to Europe. Thank no, 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 But no, but we've been really talking about doing a trip like that. And um, I have a bunch of miles because I haven't really gone anywhere um, in a long time. And so we're thinking about it. But I'm like, you keep hearing horror stories. And now what I'm hearing, too, um, not on like a trash human level, <laughs> But like because of the understaffing that some of these Europe flights that they're canceling them like three days out. Yep. And so like you'll have a flight book to Europe for months and then they're just like, oh, I'm Can't sorry. No. And then like maybe next week or the next week. And it's just crazy people that have planned trips. Yeah. So it's a scary time. That's that's my one advice. So if you're trying to save money and you're looking at those lower prices with tickets, just do the calculation, see what they are going to upcharge you on and then see if you are going to come out ahead or not. That's that's the advice I wish I would have taken before we went to Mexico. But you learn through through mistakes or your friends mistakes like from us. You know, you got to take care of your financials like JC's mm-hmm. giving you advice for and take care of yourself. I mean, I'm definitely in that place of, you know, hoping COVID doesn't make a big comeback or just trying to take variant. care of my, <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to take care of my health in general, especially with everything I've gone through. I've gotten in this habit that I'm so proud of, of just taking my vitamin supplements every single day and care of makes it so easy to do that. So care of is just that, right? It's a customized supplement program yeah. that they're going to tailor everything to you, you. You go on their website, you take their online quiz, which is super fast, by the way. And uh, they'll, they'll take that guesswork out of which vitamins you need. It'll ask you questions about your diet, your lifestyle, uh, any health concerns you may have. So, so that way you can address some specific uh, wellness goals. And then you get your personally tailored approach to your unique health needs. And they'll send you your little bottle. And then you just take your vitamins. I mean, it's personalized. My little packets have my name on it. I like things that are easy that I don't have to go to the store and look at labels and figure out, is this going to be good for me and where I'm at in my life? And uh, Care of is just going to take all that guesswork out for you. And if you want to get 50% off your first Care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter the code FITISH50. That's F-I-T-I-S-H-5-0 for 50% off your first Care of order. Again, that's takecareof.com and the code is FITISH50. FITISH50. How's it being back? I mean, I know now you're back in an office every single day. I mean, we've been doing this hybrid of like work from home, work from the office throughout this entire period of time. So not a whole lot's changed for us. But now y'all are back full time in an office. We're back full time in an office. The only thing I you get so used to your ways, right? So I I became and I'm a creature of habit. So I I go to the gym at the same time. I Mm. do. I do everything the same. I could eat chicken and rice. Every day. I'm that kind of person. Yeah. Where Kinsey, my wife, gets bored. Yeah. And so now I'm in this, I needed to be back in the office. I think it's beneficial for a radio show, which is what I do for my full-time job. But 
I lost, I lose about an hour of sleep every day now. Right, because you can't just roll out of bed I and go upstairs. Of, yeah, yeah, I can't roll out of bed and go 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 to my office and 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 get to get to work. Now it's I got to wake up, I got to get my breakfast shake, I got to you know get myself ready to go. I got to get take care of everything and make sure that I get, got any emails that I need to get out before I hit the road. And then I drive about thirty minutes, and then get to the office. So I'm losing an hour a day. Doesn't seem like much, but then that's it's a lot. Five hours a week. Yeah. And then that's uh, that's twenty hours a month that of sleep that I'm yeah. now not uh, not experiencing, and I I've, I've only done this a few days now, but I have noticed that I cannot fall asleep. Yeah, it's it's created a sort of anxiety. Yeah, right. Of course, to where I'm overthinking everything. Yeah, and and I always had sleep issues when I was yeah. doing the morning show too. It was just hard because you're always worried about how early you have to get yeah. up. It and sucks, and not not much has changed except I'm driving to work now. Right, it's just uh, it's just an extra thirty minute drive in, and it's just an extra thirty minutes that I gotta wake up and get myself going. But it's just instead of going to bed at nine, which I had been doing, I'm not falling asleep till I think ten ten thirty. Last night I saw eleven o'clock. Wow. I couldn't, I couldn't. I don't even make it my, that late. <laughs> I couldn't shut my brain off and I don't know what it you is. You will once you get used to this routine. I hope so. I think, yeah, I think it's just the change. Change mess. Change messes me up. Change messes everybody up. People hate change. I had a hard time, which I know sounds ridiculous when I left the show. Oh, I bet. It took me a while. And it was a strange period of time, obviously, because of COVID. And so nothing was normal for anyone. And in a way, that was a good thing for me because everyone's schedule was weird. But I used to wake up still at like five o'clock in the morning and be like, or four, four o'clock, whatever it was, and be like, Your or I'd wake up clock. at 630 and be like, oh, my God, I'm late. You know, I would do that for a little bit for sure. I mean, now I'm safely sleeping pretty good until like 7 a.m. You got your routine now, though. Like you, you, now you're you're used to what you're doing. I still usually wake up before my alarm goes off. But yeah, I mean, it definitely I, I was never an early riser, though. That was always so, so difficult for me. I, and of course, I said, oh, yeah, when I'm not doing an early morning show anymore, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go work out. And I'll tell you what, it's so true what people say, like early is early, like no matter what time you get up it, yep. for work, it feels early. So it's actually, I'm so impressed by the people that get up that early to go work out. I mean, I don't think you would do that. Or maybe it's just after being on the radio for so long. Like, I don't want to get up anymore if I don't have to at five o'clock in the morning to go exercise. So you I, know, I tell people always ask me, they're like, oh, did you get into radio because you liked waking up? Like, have you? All no, <laughs> no. I got into radio. Morning like radio. Yeah. Morning radio also like pays the best out of any radio. Yeah, it does. No. <laughs> and honestly, I was at first I, you when you start your career in radio, you're, you're doing nights like you're doing club yeah, gigs. You you're doing yeah. like the you got a, like I had a live mix show. And so I was more of a party show at night and so did you like a night well a night schedule would be hard now with kids did yeah you? i wouldn't want it now but back then in my early 20s when it i was, was 20 to 23 years old it was the best you know yep. it was the best lifestyle to have and then then i started doing morning radio but when i was i started doing this in high school because i was i told myself i'm gonna work my ass off for the next four years because i know that once i get to college i get to pick my classes and i'm gonna pick later classes and if I do end up playing football in college, I think the practices were a little bit later in the afternoon, if I remember correctly. And so I told myself, I'll do it now. And then later when I'm a grown up, I'm gonna get a job where I wake up at nine and not ever wake up early again. So I would wake up at five in the morning, run up the hill, down the hill to the 24 hour fitness, work out, run up the hill, down the hill, get ready for school, ride my bike to school and do school. And I did that from my freshman year to my senior year wow. of high school. Well, I got a car halfway through it. And... And then in college, I found myself getting the seven o'clock classes. 
just because they were the easier ones to get. Yeah. So I kept waking up early in college. And then I got my internship and ready, my first internship, and I was working the night stuff. And I found myself gravitating towards the morning show. Wow. So I started interning for the morning show at the radio station that I was working at. And then I got my job at the radio station and stopped waking up that early. And it was the best. And then yeah. I ended up doing I've long-term never, wake up early. I've never, I mean, I'm a morning person now because once you do something for so long, I mean, I definitely am more productive in the morning than yeah. I am at night or even in the afternoon, but I would never have considered myself a morning person before having that job. Yeah. No, no. I'm still not. I'm a night owl. I love nighttime. I can't wait for Fridays. I could stay up to like 11 or 12, <laughs> which I know sounds late. I mean, early, but to me, it's late now. But I, I just like being able to have that freedom and to sleep until like eight the next morning. See, I That's know. That's my cat, by the way. I, cannot, love that. I can't sleep past eight. Yeah, right. I know. But it's still amazing to not have to set an alarm on the weekend with your no, job. It's so awesome. That's why I like. I like the last year because we didn't have to travel. When we travel, we tend to wake up pretty early on the weekends because we like to get home. So that that was another best part. Oh, yeah. Work travel. I don't miss work travel. That's starting up again. It is starting up again. Yeah, the girls and I might have to do a work trip here in a couple of weeks. And that's so strange because we haven't done a work travel trip. I had to do something earlier in the year when I was doing the Sports Illustrated um, content that I was shooting. But that wasn't really it was a work trip, but like not, you know, yeah. hard work. And so uh, it's interesting to think about that. I'll tell you what, as a business owner, it's shocking because, you know, like I have to look at financials all the time and it has saved us so much money by not having to do work travel, you know, and I'm sure a lot of corporations feel the same way. Like yeah. it's great to do stuff on Zoom because, I mean, I used to have to travel around. I remember when I was missing the show and I was doing trainings at department stores for employees for product. And that's just something you do, you know, when you're in a department store and. Um, you know, we, it's not like we were staying at like four seasons hotels or something, you know, on every trip, we weren't traveling like that nice. I mean, I wasn't flying some of those airlines, but I wasn't like traveling, you know, top of the line. And it is still so expensive. I mean, to fly an employee and yourself and we hotels. Did, I mean, I probably did like six, seven working trips in a period of a few months. And it was like shocking to look back at how much money we spent, um, doing that. So it's been really nice for the business to not have to do travel because now we can do all these trainings by zoom and i think you do lose something by not being in person like i think i'm better in person than i am right now like talking on a podcast yeah. or you know i think i'm much more engaging in person when i'm presenting something but you know I think most of us are right we're, we're we're human we 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 need interaction we're so we're a social species and i, I don't know i just find myself too I, after having kids not wanting to do anything that takes me away from them. Yeah. And I feel like traveling on the weekend takes trips. me away from them. Yeah, especially when you have to do a work trip. And, yeah. and, and when you're working during the week and they're in school, I don't see them. You know, I, I go to work and I don't see them in the morning because they're sleeping. And then I get home from work and they're at school. And then they'll you get, get like a couple hours. At yeah. Night. Then they get home at like three or four. And if it's during sports season, I take case in a football practice. And so I don't see my daughter or I take Chloe to cheer practice. I don't see case in. Then we get home and they go to sleep. And we do that for five days. And then if I got to travel on the weekend, that's a full 48 hours I don't get to see them. And it and I get this awful, awful guilt. I bet. Just. 
okay, but you know what? There's something you can do, and it's something Fran and I do, and yeah. I see, and my family does this as well, my stepmom and dad, which is so funny to be over there and watching them cook. But when you do every plate, this meal delivery service, it's absolutely amazing, and this one's so affordable. But, you know, they're going to send you everything you need, and then it's really fun. For instance, you know, my stepmom, she does it with the kids twice a week. She's like, you know, I together. get enough food. She's like, you know, you don't have to commit to every single day, right? And just like with every plate, like you can, you know, they have this changing menu. They have like 14 different recipes every week. But obviously you can choose different amounts of food that you want to get because that's more realistic. You could pick two nights a week and say, you know, my partner and I or the family, we are going to cook two meals together this week as just kind of an activity to get everyone involved in something. It's really great for bonding. And if you're sitting there thinking, I suck in the kitchen, there's no way I'd be good. I do. Yeah. Jen and I both suck in the kitchen. We can tell you that. And also every plate provides easy to follow recipe cards. They're so easy to follow that even my kids can do it now. Yeah, and, so they're going to plan the meal, yeah. shop for the stuff, deliver everything you need. Everything's going to be in a box. It's really great. You can unload it in the fridge and then you can just kind of look at the recipe cards. You can either pick one out at random or just kind of set it up for the week. And then you have everything portioned out in there. And that's like my least favorite part of cooking is picking a recipe and going to the store the and store. getting the stuff. And uh, then I always have stuff that expires because it's like I don't use sour cream for instance, right? You, I really you buy don't. Too much of it. And I yeah. buy a huge thing of it. It goes bad, but they send you just the amount that you would need for that recipe. I love that. So you could try every plate if you want for just $1.99 per meal by going to everyplate.com and enter the promo code FITISH199. Get started with every plate for just $1.99 per meal. And you just go to everyplate.com, enter the code FITISH199. So easy. It's up to a $100 value. Try it. See if you like it. Again, everyplate.com. Enter that code FITISH199. So you get $1.99 per meal. Boom. Can't do better than that. Mm-mm. Oh, my son uh, had a little play date the other day. Kinsey is not aware that... A play date or a, like a date? A play date. A play date with a, with a buddy of his. Oh, okay. And he plays this game called Fortnite. A lot yeah. of people know it. And uh, he told Kinsey that he wanted to go do some role play. I, that's the same. So Jenna's making a face right now. That's the same face Kinsey made. Role play on Fortnite means that him and his buddies get in a, in a mode and they just pretend they're superheroes and they do a bunch of stuff. But apparently Kinsey was like, no, it's not because they were playing superheroes. It's because the other little boy that was over said, let's do role play and do sex. No, he, she heard him say that? The, the other, yeah, you could hear downstairs. And I'm like, oh, shoot. So what do you what do? You do? And she goes, I don't know. I just sat there and I listened. And uh, apparently that one was a boy, one was a girl. And I was like, well, did they do sex? Like what, like, what did they do? And she goes, I don't think they know what sex is. Because they were just like, it was like are they? they're like playing house. Uh, they're, Kaysen's nine. And I've had the conversation, like he kind of like the baby stuff, but not like the actual act of sex. Like that's too deep. Like maybe in fifth grade, he learns that. And I'm like, okay. So I called Kaysen downstairs and I, and I asked him whose idea was it? And he said it was his, uh, his boy's idea. And I said, do you know what, do you know what you guys were doing? And he goes, yeah, we're just being a mom and a dad. And I said, okay. And that was your sex role play. And he goes, yeah. I was like, all right, man. Well, here's the thing. Just call that family in the future. Yeah. And, uh, and please, when you go to somebody's house, don't, don't say that because there's parents out there that uh, yeah, are not ready to have this kind of conversation with their kids. And he goes, is it a bad word? I said, it's not a bad word. But it's just something that's adult. But I don't. It's I, it's, different than what. I don't know oh, I don't know. I was I know. so stuck right there. I was like, I don't because I don't want to. 
I don't want to tell him you put a penis in a vagina and then you inseminate her and blah, blah, blah. I didn't want to talk to him about that yet, but they're, talk, they're, they're using the words. And it turns out this little dude has two older brothers that are in high school. Ugh. So my guy's probably either listening in on conversations or the big brothers have said something and, and it just... Or he's walked in on he's it. Trying to, or he's, yeah, and he's trying to just kind of be cool and act like his big brothers. But yeah, uh, he, the dude that had no idea what it was, they were just playing... I have no idea how family. I'm going to handle it. It's going to be tough, Jenna. It's going to be tough. This has happened numerous times. I've had the conversation one time with both the kids, and they already had forgotten it. So I don't know when it sticks. I don't know how to do it. I'm definitely the type to just like be open and talk about it. I remember <laughs> the only recollection I have, I don't remember who taught me about sex at all. I don't remember if, I mean, so that should be reassuring to parents because I don't remember if my mom, I mean, I don't think it would have been my dad. I don't remember if my mom said anything, but I do remember that I used to go to the grocery store with her all the time. But as I got a little bit older and I was probably like, I was young, like 10, 11. I used to read all the magazines on the magazine aisle at the grocery store. So sometimes I'd just abandon my mom once I was old enough and I'd sit in the floor and read magazines. And I remember reading a Cosmopolitan magazine and my mom said, like, went up to her when she was checking out because um, the magazine aisle was like right by the checkout. And so I went up to her and I'm holding the magazine and I was like really loudly, of course, knowing me like, mom, what's a blowjob? Because like I, it was all about blowjobs in oh. this magazine. And Ooh. she was so horrified. I mean, I think she kind of made her laugh, but it's like, how do you describe that to a child? You I can't. mean, that's not even a necessary act of like. <laughs> Don't make a big deal, because when you make a big deal, that's when they remember so hopefully I don't think your mom but I remember that conversation I remember asking her that but I don't remember any other kind of sex talk I guess you just learn in school right or you just learn I, I learned know. from my friends older siblings that, that has just, to be so hard as a parent though, to manage that because yeah you don't want them saying that to like and that sucks if your kid's the one that then tells everyone else what it is exactly if you tell them too that's early, what I'm scared of then you worry that then your kid knows before all the other kids and then they're the ones that tell the other look, kids as kids we sucked at retaining information because I remember when I was told about sex by my friend's older brother uh, he basically told us we had to pee in the girl <laughs> and so for a, for a while no it's not really good. we're not peeing in you at yeah, all but like, I, mean, that's, I could understand why there's confusion there and so for the longest time I was like man I'm just gonna have to pee in a girl one day and I'm like Oh my God! Can what if imagine? I don't have to pee? You know, like no so, one corrected. That oh my for gosh! You? And so I, I, I finally, you know, finally learned. But yeah, I, I was, I had all the misinformation. I, that's how I didn't know what a boner was. I had to ask my mom that one time. Well, if you all have had any great um, examples of how you've had the sex talk with kids, we'd love to hear it. JC would love to hear it, or about anything else we've talked Especially about. Especially if they've gone wrong, because those are yeah. the funny ones. Like, ooh, shoot us an email at info at fittish.com we'll read those and then we'll uh, catch up on it next week yeah oh man <laughs> have you seen the, uh, the the bachelorette that she broke up with one of the guys because he sucked at kissing no and then i was like can you be with someone that doesn't kiss well like if somebody sucks at kissing no because i asked kenzie i was like would you be able to be with me if i sucked at kissing and she said i knew you were gonna i would marry you based on how we kissed and i'm not saying i'm a good kisser i'm just saying we match together but I broke up with a girl in high school because she sucked at kissing. I remember that for a fact. Yeah, no, I would hate it. I couldn't do it. But there's people out there that are married to bad kissers and they still love them. It's possible. How do you yeah, you just hug and you have sex without kissing. Like a prostitute. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you all next week. Hey, if you like what you hear, make sure you join us for another episode next week of the Fittish Podcast. It's super easy. Just subscribe. Hey. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.